Good afternoon, everyone. Today's another scorcher for Los Angeles. It's that time of year to have an ice cold drink with the AC on. We hope you're enjoying it. Thanks so much for tuning in to the 4 p.m. newscast here on Latinol 88.5 HD3. I'm Esteban Reynoso with all that you need to know. Los Angeles County saw has a total of just over 19,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus. Just last week, 315 people died, bringing the total number of deaths for LA County up to 944. Half of all coronavirus patients in the state of California alone are being treated in LA County. The rate of confirmed cases is still rising as the number has more than doubled about every week, although this may be a number increase because of the availability of mass testing. Mayor Garcetti, still urges Los Angeles to not let up. The mayor says we cannot let one month of progress be slipped for just one weekend. Stay-at-home orders are still in place through May 15th. Orange County has reported three more deaths from coronavirus. This brings their total to 42. The coronavirus new total is 2,151. The number of hospital patients and intensive care patients continue to rise. 33% of fatalities were whites, 31% Latino, 29% were Asian, 5% were black, and 2% is the category of other. Santa Ana leads with 313 cases. Despite the cases, crowds flocked to Orange County beaches. The county beach parking lot remained closed. City councils are meeting to discuss closing or reopening their beaches. Governor Newsom plans on possibly reopening some of California's businesses within weeks amid COVID-19. He introduced a four-phase plan to reopen businesses in California. Newsom says politics, protests, and political pressure will not drive their decision-making. The state is in the first phase. Residents wearing masks went out in public. The second phase of the plan will allow selective businesses to open, retail, manufacturing sites, and businesses with few in-person customers. Phase three will allow personal care outlets to open such as salons and gyms. The final phase will allow large gatherings like sport events, convention centers, and concert venues. There is no specific time frame as to when they will all open. Not all state regions will be allowed to reopen at the same time. Being the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic, New York State canceled their presidential primary. This means Bernie Sanders will not make the chance to appear on the ballot in the state, and the presumptive nominee, Joe Biden, will get all of the 274 pledged delegates. The primary was initially scheduled to happen on April 28th, but it was postponed to June 23rd. Congressional and local elections are expected to still be held on June 23rd. New York Democratic Chair Jay Jacobs says he wants to be fair to the candidates and the voters. Thousands of Sanders supporters signed a petition to the Board of Elections to keep him on the ballot in New York. Newport Beach City Council members will meet today to consider shutting down the town beaches for the next for the new, next few weeks. The move comes after Governor Newsom scolded Orange County officials for reopening their beaches this time last weekend. Many beachgoers had headed to some Orange County beaches to find relief from the past weekend's high temperatures. Beaches in the San Diego and L.A. counties stayed closed off. Monday, Newsom warned that the large crowds at state beaches would slow down the effort to reopen businesses and relax stay-at-home orders. If Newport Beach decides to close its beaches, it could have a domino effect on Huntington Beach and other Orange County cities.
Television writer and producer donated $250,000 to support the LAUSD grab-and-go centers. Chuck Lohr was inspired by the 13 million meals that have been served to students and families by the LA Unified Community. He believes that the meals that were being served on the school cafeterias should be available to students at home. The LA students most in need charity is supporting the grab-and-go centers, and so far they've received a total of $7 million in donations. To donate to LAUSD charity, text NEED to 76278 or visit LAstudentsMostInNeed.org. LAUSD does not plan to reopen until there is widespread testing of its students and employees. It has been six weeks that 600 schools have been closed and shifted to virtual instruction. Many students and families depend on their students to be fed at school, so there is a food aid distribution. Teachers receive 10 hours of online instruction uh, of online instruction to teach their students virtually. District officials say schools may have to alter their schedules to adapt to the outbreak. The UC and Cal State systems are facing lawsuits from students who want refunds for services, certain services, closed down to the coronavirus shutdown. The students have filed a class action lawsuit yesterday in federal courts of Los Angeles and in Oakland. The lawsuit says the system has refused to issue refunds for unused fees for campus-related services. Fees for the CSU range from $850 to $4,000. USC fees are around $1,100 but can be doubled depending on the campus. The lawsuit says systems shouldn't keep huge amounts of student money for services they didn't or couldn't deliver. Here's Lily Ramirez. This is Liliana Ramirez for the Coronavirus Lifestyle Update. With the Zebra Home still in place until May 15, non-essential businesses are still not open. The gyms are one of the many non-essential businesses not open due to the social distancing and the no more than 10 people in one place order. With gyms being closed, it has affected me emotionally since going to the gym was therapeutic and a stress relief place for me to be. Seeing many do-it-yourself at home workout videos on Instagram, I got motivated to start my own exercises at home. Watching the Instagram videos have helped me get many different great ideas to work out different parts of my body. I realize that you don't necessarily need the gym to work out. You can exercise by using things you already have at home like chairs, couch, stairs, and much more. So far, it has been a great experience working at home. I am determined and committed to exercise every other day until officials say the coronavirus curve has flattened and it is safe to start going to the gyms. I'm Liliana Ramirez for KCSN News. Thank you, Lily. Well, today, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors unveiled a $35.5 billion budget. They have... But they have acknowledged that revisions will need to be made to address how the county will maneuver through the fallout of the pandemic. County CEO Sachi Hamai is projecting a $1 billion drop in revenue this fiscal year alone, set to end in June 30th. She also estimates that revenue will decline another $1 billion next year. The city of Long Beach is adding non-vehicle past based testing to accommodate people who may not have access to a car for drive through service. Mayor Robert Garcia says testing is critical to tracking, controlling, and preventing the spread of COVID-19 by increasing testing capacity and accessibility to be able to work smarter and take care of more people. Frontline workers such as first responders, government personnel, healthcare workers, and grocery workers are eligible for testing regardless of symptoms. The city of Long Beach will be opening more testing sites in various areas very soon. 
White House Health Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci says the U.S. could be in for a bad fall if researchers don't find an effective treatment to fighting the coronavirus. Some states have already stated reopening businesses and many others are in the planning stages of reopening. But Fauci says these moves toward normalization need to go slowly. If we are unsuccessful or prematurely try to open up and we have additional outbreaks that are out of control, it could be much more than that. It could be a rebound to get us right back in the same boat that we were in a few weeks ago. Fauci says that he is cautiously optimistic researchers can develop a vaccine to prevent the coronavirus, but he says that nothing is ever guaranteed and it will still take months. Los Angeles County Supervisors will be reviewing a proposal that is aimed to strengthen protection for residents and workers. Supervisor Mark Ridley-Thomas says the county's legislative advocate should work with Governor Gavin Newsom and state health officials to speed up testing for nursing home staff and residents. The motion also calls for potential pay overtime for potential additional pay, overtime, and sick leave for nursing home employees, and paying a higher rate to workers taking care of patients who have tested positive for COVID-19. At 2 this afternoon, a group of nurses and supporters at Providence St. John's Health Center in Santa Monica are holding their second car rally in a week. The demonstration is to push the hospital to provide hotel rooms for nurses and other hospital staff exposed to COVID-19 so they don't have to go back to their families scared. The Navy ship USS Kidd was hit by the coronavirus outbreak with 47 sailors testing positive. That's an increase of 29 cases just since Friday. The Navy said today that only 45% of the crew has been tested on the ship. It is expected to dock in San Diego in the next few days to have the ship cleaned, isolated, and quarantined the crew. The USS Theodore Roosevelt aircraft carrier has also been hit by the outbreak while at sea. After testing the whole crew, the number of cases increased to 955. Most of that crew is being isolated or quarantined on land. German medical workers are protesting the lack of protective equipment for frontline workers by posting nudes online. There is a website, Blank Bedenkin, that features nude people partially covering their bodies with signs and mainly medical equipment to show how vulnerable the frontline workers are without proper coverage. The organizers say on their website that they need protective gear to treat everyone, and they often run out of the little gear they have. The website is accepting donations and supplies. A Turkish military cargo plane is headed to the U.S. with a load of protective personal equipment. The plane took off near the Turkish capital of Ankara and will land near Washington at Andrews Air Force Base. Turkey has sent aid to 55 other countries during this pandemic, including other hard-hit countries like Italy and Spain. The Turkish government says the country pledges to help to its friends and allies as it stands in solidarity with the world during this difficult time. The equipment being sent to the U.S. includes 500,000 surgical masks, 4,000 overalls, 2,000 liters of disinfectant, 1,500 goggles, 495 masks, and 500 face shields. That's a lot. President Trump says there is a new federal coronavirus testing blueprint to help governors in ramping up capacity. The president says the federal government will help, but the states will need to pull their own weight. Today we're releasing additional guidance on testing to inform the states as they develop their plans for a phased and very safe reopening. Our blueprint describes how states should unlock 
their full capacity, expand the number of testing platforms, establish monitoring systems to detect local outbreaks, and conduct contact tracing. To help seniors pay for coronavirus testing, President Trump says he has expanded Medicare. Hillary Clinton has officially endorsed Joe Biden today. I am thrilled uh, to be part of your campaign to not only endorse you, but to help highlight a lot of the issues that are at stake uh, in this presidential election. She was the special guest at a Biden virtual town hall this afternoon. The Biden campaign says the guest would discuss the impact that the coronavirus has had on women. Clinton says in a tweet that she was excited to join Biden. A new poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden leading President Trump nationwide. The USA Today Suffolk University poll has Biden with 44% of the vote over Trump's 38%. About 8% of voters said they'd vote for a third-party candidate, and 9% said they were undecided. Without a third-party candidate, the the national survey showed Biden topping Trump by 10 percentage points. Trump does lead among male voters, but Biden holds a bigger lead among women. Mental health has become an issue for many people of all ages during this pandemic. KCSN reporter Cindy Rodriguez shows us more. Now with much time urged to be spent at home, crisis hotlines have seen a surge in demand. The National Suicide Hotline has seen an increase by 300%. Last week, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo called upon the state's mental health professionals to volunteer. But don't underestimate the emotional trauma that people are feeling and the uh, emotional health issues. We asked for mental health professionals to voluntarily sign up to provide online mental health services. 6,000 mental health professionals agreed to volunteer to provide mental health services for people who need it. How beautiful is that? Crisis Text Line says the volume of text messages is up to 116%, many saying they feel anxiety. Dr. Lucy McBride, an internist in Washington, D.C., says those dealing with anxiety can deal with it on their own. Well, there are things you can do. I mean, the good news is you can help yourself with your own anxiety. First of all, if you're anxious, that makes you normal. It is normal to be anxious. We are wired as human beings for survival. And so our natural stress hormones are activated when we are faced with with a threat. And this is a big threat, this is big. My job, as I see it as a doctor, is to replace fear with facts and to preach that gospel to whoever wants to listen. One of the quick, easy things is to take enormously deep breaths. The second thing I'm asking people to do is download a free meditation app on your phone if you have a phone. Meditating helps bring us back to the present moment and helps us calm those stress hormones. The third thing is trying to get into nature, and it's safe to be in nature as long as you're distanced from other people. And then the other thing is, is, is just movement. Movement helps discharge adrenaline, helps quiet our minds. People around the world will experience some sort of mental health fallout due to the global pandemic. Long-term psychological effects like alcohol and substance abuse could emerge. And in the aftermath, individuals on the front lines, such as hospitals and grocery store workers, will seek experts, giving a fresh perspective to the importance of accessible mental health for all. For KCSN News, I'm Cindy Rodriguez. Gas prices continue to 
to drop for the LA and Orange counties. The average price for a gallon of gas in LA County dropped today to $2.83. In Orange County, the price dropped to $2.80. The dropping prices are the result of the decrease in demand as people continue to reduce driving because of the stay-at-home orders. Well, the first heat wave of the year hit the Los Angeles area. Temperatures are expected to reach the 90s as temperatures are 10 to 15 degrees above normal. Powerful winds that have gone through the area have diminished significantly, and the weather forecast for today says it will be a day with sunny skies reaching close to 80 degrees in Los Angeles. Temperatures will stay around this degree until Monday. Well, a street vendor was egged by a man in the Florence area near South L.A. The sheriff's department is looking to identify the man with the help of a video circulating on social media. The video was taken by the person who egged the vendor. The attacker calls over the street vendor and throws an egg at his chest before driving off. The sheriff's department does not know exactly when the incident took place. They believe the attacker shared the video in this past week. That's just disgusting. Well, we're going on to another story. An asteroid will graze by Earth this week. An asteroid estimated to be 1.2 miles wide is expected to safely fly by Earth. The asteroid will pass by Earth with an estimated distance of almost 4 million miles. That's 16 times more than than the distance between the Earth and the moon. It was first sighted in space in 1998. The NASA Asteroid Defensive System tracks millions of asteroids around Earth and says there are still no known threat to Earth right now. Well, that's a relief. (laughs) Speaking of space, the Pentagon has released three videos that appear to show UFOs. One shows the unidentified flying objects rapidly moving. Two of the videos show service members' surprised reactions at the speed the objects are moving. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. There's another video of someone speculating that they could be drones, but the short videos are the same ones that came out via a private company last year. At the time, the Navy did acknowledge the authenticity of the videos, but did not confirm the images were actually UFOs. The Navy does have formal guidelines for how its pilots can report when they believe they have seen possible UFOs. Well, the ancient past of Egypt, it still existed. (laughs) Egypt's Ministry of Tourism and Antiques announced findings of five limestone sarcophagi, along with four wooden coffins containing human mummies. The historic shaft can be found in the sacred animal necropolis, which is 20 miles south of Cairo. The ministry also discovered a mummy that goes back to the 17th dynasty of Egypt. That's 1,550 BCE. That's a long, long time ago. Is your undoing? What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Disney Plus will stream Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker two months earlier than planned. The streaming channel is doing it in honor of May the 4th, also known as Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you, for those of you who aren't Star Wars fans. The day's events will also include the premiere of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian. Viewers will be able to stream the complete Star Wars Skywalker saga in one place for the first time ever. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in to 88.5 HD3. We will see you tomorrow. Take care, stay safe, We're and we're together, apart. I'm Esteban Reynoso. Have a great night.